Welcome to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. I'm your host, Tremel Gomes, reporting from the Florida Capitol, as former President Donald Trump is confident that Governor DeSantis will keep out of his way in the race for the White House. So I do think if I run, he won't. And he knows that. Also, if you missed it on Monday, there is still time to show some love to your local journalists and favorite newspapers. For reporter, editor, photog, graphic artist, whatever they want, just say something nice about a newspaper and tag the newspaper and use hashtag love my newspaper. Today's Sunrise interview is with Democratic consultant Kevin Kate, who shares how he turned a conversation of someone dissing newspapers into a national movement of love for hardworking journalists. We've got all that, including other top stories trending around the state and capital. Plus, we have your calendar of political events and so much more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast. From Florida Politics. The following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Everyone loves a win-win, and if you're a fan of sports betting, you can win-win too. Billions of dollars for education, legal sports betting for you. We're Florida Education Champions and our petition brings competition and choice to legal sports betting in Florida and gives all the tax revenue to public education. That's a win for you and our kids. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at floridaeducationchampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Tuesday, December 7th. Today is National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. In honor of all those who lost their lives when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941. It's also World Trick Shot Day. The originators, the world-famous Harlem Globetrotters, encourage enthusiasts to showcase their most impressive shots. So if you're in the mood, record a video of your best trick shot and post it on social media using the hashtag World Trick Shot Day. So we'll all get to see your skills. On this day in 1992, the U.S. Supreme Court rejected a Mississippi abortion law which required women to get counseling and then wait 24 hours before terminating their pregnancies. Former President Donald Trump continues to show that he's the boss every time he speaks of Governor Ron DeSantis during an interview with South Florida radio host Brian Mudd, who asked about a rivalry between the two men, of which Trump says no, but maybe. Listen to it here. So I do think if I run, he won't. Trump has not filed as an official 2024 candidate, yet he continues to weigh in on DeSantis in 2024, even as the governor says he's not running so far. I know they try and create a fiction. I don't think it exists at all. It might. You know, you never know. And if he wanted to run, that's okay with me. I think we'd win by a lot. But he's good. And he's done a good job as governor. We've had other people. We have other Republicans that have done a very good job. When Ron came to me, he was at three and he had no money and he asked for an endorsement. And I actually, you know, wasn't too thrilled because, uh, you know, he was very good. He helped me with the Mueller hoax because we had many hoaxes and he was on television a lot. But people didn't relate him uh, doing that as governor. So when he announced for governor, people really didn't know who he was. You You know how that works. So when Ron uh, asked me for help in that for an endorsement, which has been a very good endorsement for many people, unfortunately, sometimes the wrong people like Kemp in Georgia, 
Every once in a while, you'll endorse somebody, and they'll turn out to be not exactly so good. But Ron, uh, Ron turned out to be good, and I'm proud of the endorsement. So he was at three, and three means you don't have a chance. He went <laughs> up like a rocket ship. He went up like nobody's ever seen before. Planned Parenthood of South, East, and North Florida announced Monday that Lillian Tamayo will be stepping down as president and CEO in March. Stay tuned for tomorrow's Sunrise interview with Tamayo, where we will get to ask her about her decision, her tenure over the past 22 years at the helm of the region, and her future. A wake and funeral services are being held for former Congresswoman Carrie Meek, who died last week at 95. Meek, the grandchild of a slave and a sharecropper's daughter, who became one of the first black Floridians elected to Congress since Reconstruction, was honored by a wake Monday evening at Miami-Dade College, which is followed by a funeral service and celebration at 11 a.m. today at Antioch Missionary Baptist Church in Miami Gardens. Prior to the funeral service, her family will take part in a motorcade procession, the Carrie Meek final farewell journey that will pass by key landmarks associated with her life, according to a news release from the family. In lieu of flowers, the family is requesting donations be made to the Carrie Meek Foundation, which she founded in November of 2001. Here's Matthew Beatty, Vice President and Chief Operating Officer of the Carrie Meek Foundation, who appeared here on Sunrise last week, paying tribute to the late Congresswoman. And she is part of a of a truly, uh, you know, of, of a breed of community leader and political leader and servant leader that we just don't see anymore. And so that means we've got to work even harder to ensure that what she cared about and all that she built over her nearly century of life, that it continues forward. Because if we don't do it, there's no guarantee that anyone else will pick up that mantle. So, so we take that responsibility very seriously and, and we will continue to have our nose to the grindstone to ensure that all that she fought for was not in vain. Now let's turn to today's Sunrise interview, which is sort of a double hitter. Yesterday, I promised we would hear from someone on the ground at this weekend's Leadership Blue Conference, where Florida's Democrats gathered to train and fundraise. Our Sunrise guest was there, but he's here now to also talk about one of his passion projects. As it has become popular to beat down on the news media, media consultant Kevin Kate is calling for love. Yesterday was his annual Love My Newspaper Day, but because he's here with us today, we're going to keep that same energy for today by extending Love My Newspaper Day. So, Kevin, Kate, welcome to Sunrise. How are you? Well, it's another beautiful morning on Sunrise, so I'm wonderful. How are you, Tramel? I am doing well. It's here again, National Love My Newspaper Day. Tell us about it. It's a hashtag love my newspaper day. This is our seventh year running and it's a very simple ask. We request that people tweet or post something nice about their local newspaper or favorite newspaper, reporter, editor, photog, graphic artist, whatever they want. Just say something nice about a newspaper and tag the newspaper and use hashtag love my newspaper. That was a slip of the tongue. So it's hashtag love my newspaper, not National Newspaper Day. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's, this was born out of an idea that uh, people were, actually it was born out of a conversation where uh, somebody in my profession, which is kind of the PR comms world, was like just dissing on newspapers. And I'm thinking your entire job depends on this. And this is so annoying. And people should respect newspapers because if you think about it, uh, the way I kind of put it is like, imagine, you know, 500 or a thousand years ago, some but compiling everything that's relevant to you from around the world, around your local community and delivering it to you every morning and what kind of value a person or anyone would put on that. Uh, and it's unlimited. I mean, I can't even imagine the value of it. And so putting a little respect on the name of newspapers is uh, if that's something I need to do, then I'm happy to help do it. What's unique about Monday, December 6th for this annual Love My Newspaper Day? Uh, well, the uh, date actually changes a little bit to make sure that we're in a weekday. Uh, and then also we want to respect Pearl Harbor Day. And so uh, today was the day that it is this year. We generally do it around the first week of December. And so uh, there's nothing extraordinarily special other than that was the day seven years ago that I had this annoying conversation that started this day. From your vantage point, from the PR comms world, what has changed since you started Love My Newspaper Day to where we are today? Uh, well, first off, there's a lot more people on Twitter, uh, so it's harder to get it trending. Um, and there's a lot more vitriol and horribleness that happens that's uh, probably uh, influences more hashtags than, than this. But I mean, from the media kind of comms world, I think that you know, you have seen a continued erosion, uh, not only of newspaper uh, reporters and circulation, but also uh, people's opinion, uh, potentially of the trustworthiness or whatever you want to call it, of all journalists, not just newspaper journalists, but all journalists. Uh, and I certainly think I know who to blame for that, but that's for another day. All right, indeed. So where are you talking to me from? Are you still in Orlando? No, I'm in Tallahassee. I was in Orlando for the FDP thing, but I'm, I'm back in Tallahassee. I want to ask you, if I may, how was the FDP Leadership Blue event? It was good. You know, those things, you know, I always look forward to those uh, dinners. <laughs> uh, most of the time I'm spent working, so it's not like I'm there, uh, you know, participating as a participant. Uh, it's always just you know, take photos, take video, you know, write speeches, those kind of things. And then, you know, after it happens, go post it. So it wasn't, uh, you know, these are never like celebratory things for me, but it seemed like everybody was pretty jazzed up. Certainly hearing from Representative Clyburn was, uh, you know, an honor. And I certainly took lots of pictures of him uh, just to kind of um, add to uh, the historical nature that my job sometimes entails. I know you might be boxed into whoever you're you're working for, but who is the big winner coming out of that event as far as getting some additional press and did anyone get a, a good bump coming out of it? I mean, I think a sigh of relief from everybody uh, because everybody kind of showed up and did their best. Obviously, I'm working with Nikki Fried, so I feel like, you know, her speech was the most well-received as far as the gubernatorial candidates. Certainly, the crowd was excited about Representative Clyburn, uh, Representative uh, Demings, who's running for U.S. Senate. And I would say that, you know, overall, I think the biggest um, emotion is, again, probably sigh of relief that... They got it done and they raised some money and you know, move on to the next thing. All right. Well, Kevin, Kate, thank you so much for joining me here and talking about Love My Newspaper Day. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Jamal. 
Here's your calendar of events. The Florida Supreme Court will hear arguments in three cases, including a dispute between Duke Energy Florida and the State Public Service Commission. Duke went to the Supreme Court after regulators ordered it to return $16.1 million to customers in a case stemming from problems at the utility's Bartow Power Plant in St. Petersburg. That's happening at 9 in Tallahassee. U.S. District Judge Stephen Merriday will hold a hearing in Florida's challenge to a Biden administration rule that would require workers of federal contractors to be vaccinated against COVID-19. That's also at 9 in Tampa. The Social Services Estimating Conference will analyze caseloads in the Kid Care Children's Health Insurance Program. That's this morning at the Capitol. The Florida Council on the Status of Black Men and Boys will meet at 2 this afternoon. The Escambia County Legislative Delegation is scheduled to meet in preparation for session at 5.30. And the Florida Department of Transportation will hold a meeting to discuss an extension of Florida's Turnpike to connect with the Suncoast Parkway. That's at 5.30 at the College of Central Florida. Finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Tremel Gomes, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. Music